Hey everybody, I'm Gavin. And I'm Emily. And this is The The State State of of Our Union. the show everybody it is it's a weird night for us tonight it is not our normal recording night well yes that is true oh, that's okay yes but and other things we're also minus a child i know i don't like it i don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we uh we sent mariana far and away that makes us sound terrible not nice <laughs> no we no. are we are giving her a special time to yep. spend with her grandparents yes and she's very she was very excited about it when yeah. um when she got up to go and I, from what i saw i think she was enjoying herself on the car ride yeah so definitely she'll be gone for a few days this is our first night without her so it's definitely weird only having two kids in the house instead of three i don't like it <laughs> It's giving you future feels already. It's, it's, yeah, it's giving me like slight mom anxiety. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I I miss her. I do. I miss yes. her. Yes. Well, she'll be back soon. I know. I know. She will be. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into it then with our family, family update. <laughs> this weekend was a rather important football game. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It was, it was the last football game of the season. Yes. And yeah. People, and we watched it. We watched it because we're Americans and that's what you do. Okay. <laughs> no? I think that, well, what if there's somebody out there who didn't watch it and, you know, like, you've just horribly insulted them because apparently now they're not Americans. Well, I just think that it's a very American thing to do is to watch the Super Bowl and eat food and get together and it's almost like a national holiday people have been trying to make it a national holiday. i know i've heard but i think that's silly well i do because too. it's sports yeah and as much as i like sports ball mm-hmm. i also think that it's just sports ball <laughs> and i think that's the the right opinion okay thanks um but, but anyways yeah but this super bowl was rather uneventful Yes. I mean, it's a big deal if you're a Patriots fan, I guess, because they just won again for the sixth time. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Yeah, we're Nobody not. likes Patriots anymore, <laughs> except Patriots fans. Yeah, so... And I know a few of those, but... Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but the overall, I mean, it was just... It was low scoring. It was boring play. It was it was a lot of defense. It yeah. was very... It was kind of like watching an old school game. That's what they... Yeah. I heard that. Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. I just it, it wasn't it wasn't a blowout. It wasn't flashy. It was just boring. Playing football. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't as bored. That's what all the kids at school said too. They said it was the most boring Super Bowl they'd ever watched. And I was yeah. like, hey, I didn't find it that boring actually. Like I found the plays really good because it was a really good matchup and Yeah. I don't know. But like the problem is, is like usually when the game is kind of dull, yeah. Then there's other things that make up for it, like True. good commercials True. or a good halftime show. And I think like 
overall, the whole thing just kind of was not yeah. on par with what you think of when you think of Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, the commercials weren't as fiery this year. Or right. or if they were fiery... Not in the right way. Not in the right way. <laughs> and we're from Iowa. Right. And we, we have... Corn fights. I was going to say, we have an association with the Iowa Corn Growers Association. Yeah. And... Um, Picking a fight with corn syrup is probably a big mistake. Yeah. We'll just put that out there. <laughs> Interesting concept. Probably one of the more entertaining ad concepts, but you picked a fight with the wrong people. Yeah. So. Yeah. And even the halftime show was nothing crazy. And I know it that they It wasn't insane, but I liked... Again, I liked it because I was like, oh, I know most of this yeah, music. Yeah. Well, I think if you grew up in the early 2000s, yes. you probably enjoyed it. Right. But... And again, that was my students were like, oh, the halftime show was awful. I was like, it's because you guys don't know Maroon 5 the way I know Maroon 5. Yeah. I liked it. It's. It was just... Overall, I would think... I think it was a super dud. I don't think it was... It wasn't super a super bowl. bowl. It was a super dud. Yeah. For me, anyway. So it was a stole bowl and a super dud. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, what else did we do this weekend? It finally warmed up for like a millisecond. Oh my gosh. Um, it's definitely warmer now than it was last week. Yeah, but, but it it's got tanking again. Super warm. I know. It's tomorrow. I have a little thermometer on my my weather app saying that it's going to be dropping yeah. fast. But it got super warm. Like, it was a swing of about 60 degrees, 60 to 90 degrees Yeah. from our cold snap to our Yeah, some warm. places, like, just down the road from us, we're reporting, like, 50, 54 degrees, yeah. which is insane. Crazy. But we did still have... February. Yeah, but we did still have all the snow, which was nice, because we yes. could finally get out and play in it. Yes. And so, I, I think the kids had a great time. I, I took a few pictures. I know you took a few pictures. I took some pictures. But. I threw some snow at you. The kids <laughs> threw some snow at us. Yeah, we had a little snowball other. fight. We made some huge. We made one huge snowman. Yeah. And one medium to we, small size. Yeah, snowman. we attempted an Olaf, but eh, I don't no, think it looked. I don't really. Like no, it. I don't either. <laughs> but it was definitely fun. Um, Rory even was going down the slide by himself. We built kind of a a snow extension to the slide, so you could just keep going. Oh, I had already gone inside by that point. Yeah. I get over <laughs> I'm over outdoor activity with children very quickly yeah. like hiking and hiking <laughs> those activities I really love when it's like play in the backyard I'm like ah, I grew out of this like 20 years ago <laughs> yeah but but it was fun. it was very it was very fun yeah we'll definitely yes. get some of those pictures up on our Instagram if you go to check those out um but otherwise, I mean, it did warm up enough where we could finally go back to school or go back to work at school. Yes. Which was nice, except for I was unable to you get to work. Able to, yes. It was just so cold that our batteries in our cars froze solid. Yep. Completely. Completely frozen. Yeah. But it was okay because. Over the weekend, we were able to thaw them out. Right. Uh, my car got, or the my van got started again, and we were able to jump your car. Right. And they're both running smoothly now. Yes. And I think if we start having dangerously cold temperatures again, I think we're going to take the batteries <laughs> out and bring them inside. Either that or I'm going to... 
I, I thought to myself, like, I should probably go start the cars. Like, on the coldest days, yeah. I thought, like, I should go out there and just let them run for a little while and just heat, let them warm up. And I never did it. I kept putting it off and putting yeah. it off. And finally, when we needed them, they were yeah. not working. Well, I also worry about, like, on the coldest days. It's almost like you have to make sure that you do it, like, as it's dropping. Yeah. You know, as yeah. the temperature is dropping. Yeah. You keep starting those vehicles and running them. But... I don't know. I'm all for the, like, let's just unhook the batteries and bring them inside. <laughs> and then when we need it, hook them back yeah, up. Yeah, it worked like a charm. The problem is, is my battery's so buried, it's hard That's to true. get out. That's true. But no, no. We'll we figure it, it out. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So. All righty. Cool. Adventures. All right. As many of you know, we are getting ready to put our house on the market, to sell it off, and we have been doing quite a bit of home improvement Ooh. <laughs> over the last few months, and it's really in full swing right now. We're trying to finish off as many projects as possible, so, I mean, I'm just saying, our powder room is looking real fine. I know. I, mean, I know. Like real this fine. is this is what I wanted the powder room to look like for the past three and a half, four years. <laughs> but that's, that's the problem is when you're getting ready to move, everything is like coming together, and you're like, yes, yes this is this how it's is supposed what I to wanted. be. Yes, yep. And it's like, why didn't we do this when we moved in? Which I think I think is going to really affect how we approach moving into our new house. Yeah. I agree with you. I think we're going to get very serious very quickly about this is not how we want this. We're gonna make we're gonna make the changes now. Right. So it all fits with what we want. It's the look we want. And I think we're gonna be a lot happier. Not that we haven't been happy in this house, but I think we're just gonna overall enjoy every space in our new house just because we have this experience now of like, oh, that's really what that was supposed to look like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well let's talk about our powder room transformation. Sure. Because I think the bathrooms are the two biggest changes in our house yes. since we moved in. Yes, and that's because bathrooms and kitchens sell houses. Yeah, so. definitely. Anyways. So the bathroom when we moved in was, I mean, it's a small little powder room off yep. of one of the main floor rooms. It's essentially, I think originally what it would have been would have been a closet under the stairs. Yeah. Not... Not Harry Potter style, where like you have to duck down to get in, right. but it's still that like angled entry mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, like it's literally under the stairs. Right. You can stand to full height. Well, you can. Uh, I was gonna say until you go to sit on the toilet, and then yes, you have to crouch right. a little bit, but <laughs> it's not too bad. Yeah. So when we first acquired the the house, yes. The floor in the powder room was wood, like much of the rest of the house. Yep, it was the hardwood floor. Yeah, it had a larger cabinet doored vanity yep. on it with a sink with a sink. And it had a very old toilet. <laughs> like it wooden had, like, the seat wood toilet. Seat still. Yeah. <laughs> where you're looking at it and you're like, Oh, someone really enjoyed this look in the nineteen seventies. Right. Sixties. Something. Something. We don't want to think about how long this has been here. Yeah. It was also wallpapered up to probably the four or five feet mark. Yes. Um, and had a lovely um, chair rail yes. in it, which I didn't, 
I've, I've, I think I've seen bathrooms with like wainscoting in them with a chair rail, but like not just like random. Well, we're I gonna think, put in some planks of wood. Well, I think it was to like trim out the wallpaper. The wallpaper, yeah. yeah. But uh, not my choice. Yeah. Not not my <laughs> not your taste. Taste. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, all of that had to go. Yes. And like floor to ceiling, all of that went. Yes. Nothing everything. stayed. And we will post pictures of the before and after. Yes. Um, because we finally have it to the point where we are proud to go potty in that room. <laughs> I'm not so much proud for me to go potty in that room, but I'm like, if other people need to go, I'm like, yeah, use the powder room. It's really nice. Right. Like, it's, it's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we ripped all that out. Um, I think our first, the biggest project in there really was you and my dad. Yeah. Spearheaded that. Your, your dad taught me how to tile a floor. Yeah. And it's not and like I, I didn't want to help, but you I was there. working. Yeah. But I, I feel fairly confident now that I can tile floor. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I helped a little. I did a couple of, I did some of the putty. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But you guys did. I mean, it looks, it, it matches the other bathroom. It's yep. a nice deep brown tile. Um, and we kind yep. of recycled some of the pieces from the upstairs bathroom. We brought yep. the pedestal sink yep. down from our upstairs renovation. Which works really well in a powder bath that's yeah. small because nice, it's small. narrow and doesn't exactly. take up a lot of space. Um, um, new toilet yeah. that matches the toilet that we put in upstairs. Yeah. Um, new fresh paint. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, just a fresh color on the walls. Yep. And then what we finally got done, finally got done. Yes. Um, was that we did a little bit of a wallpaper border to. It's it's kind of odd. The wall is is sort of a typical plaster texture from about that four or five foot mark up up. Yeah. And then from the that mark down, it has sort of like a almost like a faux brick uh like texture to it. Yeah. Like well, it's it's weird. It's like it's almost meant to look like subway tile or something. Yeah. But it's not tile. It's it's definitely part of the plastering of the wall. Yeah, it's very, very strange. So anyways, put in a nice wallpaper border to kind of trim that out and um, separate the two, which looks super nice. Mm -hmm. And then got a lovely um, uh, like $10 ornate ornate frame that we spray painted and have a mirror set into. And it it just, I mean... The whole thing just looks really classy and elegant. Sharp. Yes, and I... Like, we kind of want to take that bathroom with us. <laughs> I, I mean, want to take that bathroom with minus me. Minus the part where I hit my head when I stand up off the toilet, but... Tall people problem. Get on <laughs> my level. True. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was definitely a huge transformation. And like I said, I'm going to post the before and after pictures, so definitely check it out. But, uh, I, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, it's... I think, like you said, it's one of those things that's going to help sell the house when yeah. people see that and they're like, wow, this looks really nice. Like, I don't have to do anything in here. I, yeah. could, I, I could have people come in here and I wouldn't be embarrassed by it or I wouldn't have to change too much. Right. And it only took us four years. All right, honeydew. It's time to have a talk. 
All right, this week we are going to be talking about some of the big stresses in our life, how they're affecting the kids, how they're affecting our relationship, and how we're trying, trying to cope. Yes, doing our best to overcome the big old stress ball that is our life right now. Stress ball is true. <laughs> um, for some reason, we decided to pack everything into a six-month period. Yes. <laughs> All major life changes must happen in the next six months, five, six months. Yeah. yeah. Which some of it is beyond our control. Mm-hmm. I mean, or it's just the natural order of things. Yep. Right. Um, so as we just talked about, we're getting ready to sell the house. We're working on getting that finished up. And at the same time, that means big move, new house, new schools, new job, new everything. Everything. Not to mention new baby. New baby on the way. Hi. Yeah, we got about three weeks now, which it, it's like just now smacking me in the face. Like three weeks is not that far away. Right. Like if you think about it, like, oh my gosh, 21 days, if that. I mean, hopefully more. Hopefully but, more. I'm hoping oh. she she can delay her arrival. arrival a little bit. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. And it really is a lot of big changes all at once yes agreed and it's not it's not just stuff that we have to worry about it's also starting to take its toll on the kids yes and we've we've noticed changes in them and although they can't verbalize what they're feeling oftentimes when we talk to them about it we're going ah ha ha this is why this behavior is coming out okay let's work through this so So let's talk about some of the things that it's doing to the kids and to us. Sure. Since it is so outrageous right now. It's a a lot of big things happening, yes. Um, Well, one thing we've seen, um, particularly out of our middle child, um, is that as much as we know she is potty trained, she's having a little bit of potty training regression. Yeah. Um, just the stress of things is, is, you know, the, the feeling that her structure is not there, um, that she's losing control of some things. Right. Um, she started to have more accidents and that really frustrates us mm-hmm. because we know that she's so much better than that. Yeah. She's, she's such a big girl. And so when she, when she has these accidents, we just worry that she, is almost like doing them on purpose for attention or to control something. Um, And we think, we think that we've kind of identified that she's, she's feeling stressed about having another sibling. Yeah. And again, kind of feeling like I'm not important because there's this other child coming in um, as well as, uh, the the changes that are happening in the house and we're yeah. stressing about getting things clean and moving away and mm-hmm. and so one thing that I did with her was I just you know kept reminding her how much I love her and that she's you know still one of my baby girls she'll always be a baby girl she's so important to me and when I started talking to her like that I did see like a very a shift a shift not just in like her behaviors, but like even in like that second when I was just addressing it with her, her right. face went from like kind of tight to 
more relaxed and she smiled at me and she pulled me in for a big hug like oh my gosh you know almost like if she could say it she would be like mommy that's what I needed to hear right so yeah we're we're working through it we're, I'm not saying that we're not frustrated or that she's perfect um or that we're perfect right but but um we're getting through it and I think it's helping us to identify what she's trying to maintain control of. Yeah. And that's really tough. Yeah. And things are, a lot of things are changing right now for yep. the kids. Um, unfortunately, the most consistent thing in their lives, which is their daycare routine, was gone pretty much for the last two weeks because of the weather. We had to keep them home or we chose to keep them home. And then yeah. when we wanted to take them into daycare, we couldn't, we couldn't because the because cars, the cars wouldn't, wouldn't start. start. <laughs> so... A Which is not of... just stressful on them, but also stressful <laughs> on us. Exactly. So <laughs> a lot of that stress just compounded. And then on top of that, we're starting to pack things away and move things. And the kids are freaking out because, well, you know, they think. But I, but that, I like that toy. Right. We're not taking it away. It's just being packed away. You'll you'll get to rediscover it. Yeah. And, and that's a really up. hard concept for a yeah. two, four, one-year-old to understand is that this isn't going away forever, but you're not going to see it for the next four or five, four or five months. months. So yep. you probably are going to forget about it. But and... think about how exciting that will be when it comes back out. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's, it's really, it's really frustrating for them mm -hmm. and for us because, you know, you'll get a box half packed and then they'll start digging stuff out of it or right. they'll start ripping at the plastic that it's covered in or whatever it is. I mean, yep. it's just, it's very difficult to try and explain like, no, things need to be put away. They need to be kept put away mm -hmm. and it's okay because they will come back. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's pretty out of their grasp yep. at this point. Yeah. Um, another big thing that I think is hitting us and them yeah. is kind of just that fear of the unknown. We don't know exactly where, where we'll be living um, next year, like we don't have a house yet. So right. it's not like we can be like, oh, you know that place we looked at? Yeah, that's where we're going to go to. Yeah. Like there's nothing concrete for them um, as well as like school, preschools. Um, we talk about, you know, we've shown them a few websites of options and places we're going to go look at for them. Right. Um, but again, there's nothing concrete. There's, you know, I think our oldest is still sort of wrestling with that but I'm going to be in this preschool class next year. We're like, well, no, because yeah. we won't be here. So you'll, you'll have a whole new one with a new school and a new teacher and new and that kind of new kids. And, and it's, it's, I think a lot of that fear of, we don't know exactly what the next year is going to look like. Yeah. I think it's going to get easier as time goes on and we start to make some of those decisions, but yep. I know that the beginning of next year is going to be difficult for the kids. Yes. Um, starting in a new school and with all new people, um, I really hope that we're able to establish some connections ahead of time to to get them used to some of the people yep. or to meet some of the other kids beforehand. Meeting teachers ahead of time. Yeah. But yeah. it is. It's, it's very scary for them, and it's hard for us to explain it to them because they don't know anything different they've lived right. in this house their whole life they've lived in this town their whole life um and they've grown up in the same daycare with the same kids for the last however long they've been on this planet so right well it's and very then, different very scary and, and the the daycare 
kids that they're with are, are many of the same kids that they go to preschool with. Right. So it's not like you even have like, oh, these are my daycare friends and these are my preschool friends. A lot of them are all the same. The same. So it'll be different. I anticipate tears and, and fear on our yeah. first couple of days of school next year, yeah. but it will be okay. Definitely. Now, let's get on to how we are trying to handle it, what we're trying to do to help get them ready. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely difficult. And the mo- the biggest thing that I take away in terms of the kids and their and the difficulty that they're going to go through is I think back to when I was young. Mm-hmm. I moved to a new town, um, an all-new place, all-new people, uh, when I was probably Mariana's age, when, yes. I was, when I was about two, three years old. Yep. And I don't remember my first house. I don't remember, like... I, I can think about stuff because of old home movies and things, mm-hmm. but I don't actually have memories of what that transition was like or what, you know, or of missing that house. Or even when we first moved to the new town, we lived in a rental for a year. And sure. I, I don't even really remember that. Gotcha. And so all my memories are from my the house that my parents still live in mm-hmm. that I didn't move into until I was older than Daenerys. So that gives me a little bit of hope that Someday, They'll it won't look back, and it won't it be won't traumatizing. be traumatizing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think it's also um, the feelings they're having are very natural. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not worried about the feelings because oh my gosh, why are you reacting this way? Yeah. Because dude, I'm reacting the same way. I'm, I'm freaking out a little bit. I'm just yeah. an adult, and so I know how to most of the time <laughs> deal with my emotions. Um. But. I think what we kind of like what I was talking about with Mari and like the potty training regression is that we have to kind of help them identify their feelings. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes, you know, sometimes we break down and we have tantrums and we have to talk about, okay, I know we're scared or I know we're stressed out or maybe we're a little tired right now. And so this seems like a bigger deal than what it is. Right. And, um, I think that's a lot of what our job right now is for them is to help them identify what right. what is so scary, mm-hmm. what is um, stressing us out, causing anxiety, um, and and how and then after we've identified it, you know, giving the reassurance of you know it seems scary now, but it will get better. We yeah. will always be together. And, yeah, I yeah. think that one of the biggest things that we can reinforce for them is is a a sense of excitement and yes. and solidarity that it's the right decision that it's something that is going to be for the best in the long run. Yes. Um, and if we project that as the adults, then they're going to kind of latch on to that as well. I mean, right. obviously, we're we're scared, we're freaked out, we're we nervous. Are. I mean, oh yeah. There's plenty of things that we talk about just the two of us, not in front of the kids. Yeah. Where, like, just out of our minds like are, like are we crazy we're having like meltdowns <laughs> yeah <laughs> what yeah, yeah but um you know and, but when you're in front of the kids projecting that image mm-hmm. of you know confidence i think is is really important right because 
regardless of how we feel about it, we're already on the path. Like we can't, right. we, there's, there's no jumping it, off. It's, at it's this a point. snowball at this point. Like we do one thing. So we need to, we have to do the next thing. And right. once we do the next thing, we have to do the next thing. Like it's, yeah. Once the house goes on the market, we have to find another house. Once the, once we find another house, we really have to get this house sold. Once we enroll them in school, well, then we really have to get everyone moved down there. Like everything just builds. It just keeps yeah. rolling. Yeah. So, so yeah. that's as far as the kids go. But as far yes. as we go <laughs> together as a couple... How do I cope, Gav? Usually you just I yell at me all the I time. Yell, I yell a lot. <laughs> I yeah. yell a lot. And I... I do identify later that oftentimes my reactions to things or my emotions that are coming out um, as, I don't want to say violent because I'm not physically violent, like I'm not, but violent in terms of like, I'm loud or I seem really angry or I get really stressed. Right. Um, And like, you can see it physically manifesting on me, like in my face and in my Actions, not like again, not like I'm physically <laughs> harming anyone, but like I might stomp around or I might slam a door or um, I, you know, scrub dishes really hard or something. Right. Got to throw the dishes in there. <laughs> can't go um, a podcast without talking no, about dishes. No, can't talk about dishes. Um, and it's, it's always later that I'm, I usually come back and I say, I think this is what it was. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I'm feeling better now. I, you know, we, we handled it or we need right. to do this and I think I'll feel better about it. But I do. I yell. I yell a lot. I stomp yeah. around. I throw, I throw like adult tantrums. Sorry. Right. Like the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm such a terrible adult. That is my children. <sighs> yeah. What do I do? You, you act like everything is perfect on the outside. But on the inside, you, there's like bubbles or something. Like you're just like welling up with the stress. And then you go into like almost like manic modes. Yeah. But they're not scary manic modes. It's just like <laughs> we have to do all these things and I'm going to do it all right now. And and you might have questions about other things, but I'm going to completely ignore that because I'm going to do all this right now. And I'm just yeah. like, I hate you. Or I watch a Disney movie and I just cry. And then you no just reason. cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's crazy. I mean, as a guy, you compartmentalize and you yes. tuck things away and you try to just focus on what is like right in front of you. Yep. And right now what's right in front of me is, you know, let's do this to the house. Let's do this. Let's fix this. Let's look at houses on the internet right now. Let's look at, you know, let's look at the school websites right now and just decide which ones we think are possibilities. Um, and it is, it's like, I want to do everything at the same time, but I also like, like when I'm doing something, that's the thing. Yes. Right. But yes. like five minutes later, something else is the thing and this is the new thing and this is the only thing. Right. And I can't ask you <laughs> questions about the other thing we were doing no, that because done. it's done or, <laughs> or we set it aside until later. So don't, don't talk about it. Right. Which can sometimes stress me out then because I'm like. You're not thinking about four things at once. I can think about all four things at once. Why right. can't you think about four things at once? Because we were doing this, and I'd like to finish this, but you just moved on to this. And I know you want to just finish this up now, but I'm still over here, and I'm in, we're and we're finding that we're two very different minds. Yeah. But I think we're learning to work off of each other. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. biggest thing is just communicating with each other, trying yeah. to keep open minds and open, you know, try not to have a, a thin skin, you know, you yeah. really just like when you're stomping around and stuff, try and, I, I try think and make you're, it. I was going to say, you've gotten really good about not taking it personally. Yeah. And if I feel like I've said something personal and that's the thing is like, I can sometimes, I know it, I can sometimes say things that are sound very personal yeah. and I can get nasty because I'm just stressed and I try to identify those moments and then come back and be like, that wasn't true. <laughs> Don't believe it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's tough. I mean. <sighs> yeah. So what do we do Deep to kind of like help ourselves with that? I don't know. What do we do? <laughs> well, we, we definitely take breaks. We I take think breaks, that's yeah. an important thing. You know, we, we have, you kind of scheduled out what we wanted to get done on a calendar and we've. Try to, to if we couldn't get something accomplished when I said we moved on to something else so that it wasn't like we were just right stagnant still trying to get something done yep. um, which I think is good but you know at a certain point we take a break you know maybe we do something together we right. take you know something not related to the house maybe it's watch a movie or it's yeah you know have a little date time or something yep. like that but definitely need to take some time where we put all that away Yep. because otherwise it is, it just eats at you and eats at you and eats yep. at you. I think the other thing that we do when we are actually in the modes of, of working on the house or making plans, um, you know, calling people and, and, um, setting up, you know, house tours or, um, school tours or things like that. We try to do it together Yeah. so that we can always lean on each other a right. little bit, um, and, and really share, share every ounce of the burden so right. that it, it doesn't feel like, well, I'm doing this and you do that. And your thing seems really easy to me, but I took on <laughs> all the hard stuff and right. we're trying to take it all on together, which I would, I still feel like you have a lot more, um, a lot more on your plate than I've taken on. Um, I think I do that to myself, but I, yeah, I was going to say, but sometimes Sometimes I think you like to jump in, whereas I'm more like a contemplative person. Yeah. And so, again, that's where that balance comes in, where yeah. you're like, no, we have to get this done, so I'm just going to contact the school, and it'll be fine. And I'm going, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. I support you. I'm not really ready to do that yet, but I support you because you, you, know, you think we need to do that. So yeah. um, I think it just helps that we kind of try to do everything together. Yeah. And just keeping that open line of communication is yes. is really key. Hundred percent. Anything right. else that we do to try I think, and get I think this those are. Out? I mean, uh, I yell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes you just got to get it out, man. <laughs> just get it out. Just get it all out. Yeah. All right. So the Super Bowl. Did the have super dud. the super dud. <laughs> there was one commercial <clears throat> that we have to give you an emotional content warning for. And the reason is, <laughs> I can't even think about it without just like getting irritated and grossed out and like 
shivery, chilly spines up our spine. Chills up and down my spine. There we go. If you haven't listened to our podcast from a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago. might have been a month ago. Who knows? Somewhere in there. We talked about a new trendy thing, thing. that new, has been creeping around the internet. Yeah. New as in like this did not exist when we were teenagers. No, I don't know how. It's been a while now though. I, shush. <laughs> um, yeah. Th- this is a, a fairly new thing I think. What it is is called ASMR. Still don't know what that stands for. No, I, I don't even want to know. Here, I'll do a quick look up. You keep yeah, talking. Yeah, some kind of sensory audio, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, what it is is people talk into like a super high def microphone, but they do it like really quietly and they make noises and it's supposed to be soothing and help you like relax, yeah. I guess. Or like they eat or they click their nails on things yeah, or they open things. Basically, and, it's, just, it's just really high definition sounds. And it's dumb. Of things, <laughs> of just things that I'm like, these are the typically the annoy, the noises that annoy people or right. gross people out. So why do we want this now? Right. Well, Michelob Ultra decided, you know what's really cool? Alcohol commercials with ASMR. So you know what we should do? We should get this lady who looks a lot like Alicia Keys. Was it Alicia Keys? It, it might was have been not Alicia, Alicia Keys. Keys. We're going to get this lady that looks a lot like Alicia Keys and put her... In a tropical rainforest? It wasn't tropical rain. It was like a field. What? No, there was a waterfall in the background. Yeah, yeah, it was like the plains with a waterfall. There are waterfalls oh, no. in it Iowa. It was definitely a rainforest. Was it? No, it was not a rainforest. I won't make it was you watch not, it again. It was not thick enough to be a rainforest. <laughs> she was like on a platform above the tree line. Oh. Yeah. I didn't see it that way. Yeah. I was really distracted yeah. by the ASMR. <laughs> Yes. Which, by the way, means autonomous sensory meridian response. Yeah, dumb. Um, (laughs) Anyways, we're going to get this lady that looks a lot like Alicia Keys. We're going to put her on a platform 6,000 feet in the air above the trees of a tropical rainforest with a waterfall in the back. With two crazy high-definition microphones. And she's going to go back and forth and back and forth. I didn't get that either. I was like, why can't you just have one? Why do you have to have two? I don't know. What does one does one pick up more sound than the other, or does one is one for your voice and the other one's for like the nails on the glass? Like what? I didn't get it. It freaked me out. It wasn't just like I think most people that because ninety I would say ninety percent of the people that watch the Super Bowl do not have any clue what they watch there. Right. Yes. And so yes. So most people, if you were just like a lot of times, you'll see commercials where they just whisper. Because that's like the dramatic thing, right? They're right. whispering about the right. product, so you pay like, more attention. Like, um, is it York Peppermint Patty? They always yeah. whisper because yeah. it's about the the coolness and right. the, and like you know that when you eat one and then you like, it's, I know I totally ASMR, <laughs> <laughs> but you know like it feels cool in your mouth, right? And so you identify with it. Like the whisper helps sell the product. Yeah, yeah. So that other ten percent that did know what was going yeah. on, were like. I mean, we were throwing. You were like shaking I and like literally not. spasming like, on the couch. Still, still now I think about it and I'm like, I can't, I can't. I just, I'm, I'm like, 
so gross. Like there's something in my neck that doesn't like, like it stresses me out. It makes all my muscles tense <laughs> up and like my neck gets really short. <laughs> I just can't handle it. It's so weird. Yeah, but she is. She's whispering about Michelob Ultra and she's clicking she's, her fingernails on the bottle. And she's opening the bottle and it's just like all the sounds, all the sounds in a bar that I ignore right. because you're like, well, I just, I'm in a bar. It's just part of the atmosphere. I just right. got to get around it while I drink my drink. Yeah. You know, as opposed to like normal commercial noises that aren't annoying. Yeah. I, oh, darn you, Michelob. Yeah. I just, it was a <laughs> terrible decision. It was. I, terrible. And, and I really hope, you know how some Super Bowl ads, they run... They never run again. Well, they run. They run for the Super Bowl, and then they run again and yeah. again and again. Like they become that. Right. I hope that one doesn't do that. I don't think. Like I think if you're just watching TV, yeah, and you're not like there for the commercials because people are there for the commercials for right. the Super Bowl, so you're paying attention. I don't think that's one where you're gonna care about if you're just like walking around your house or like you're getting up to get I something. Hope not. You're not gonna like even hear that in the next room. True. Whereas True. most commercials, you're you know you're gonna like it'll like subconsciously, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll recognize it. That one, no. Right. I'll probably be more like, who hit the the pod the mute button, <laughs> right? Or like or like like who's messing with a glass jar out there? Knock it off, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. That I think that'll be more of a reaction yeah. to it. Can you it. imagine how much money they spent on that commercial? It's disgusting. Just, just to make me cringe Ugh. repeatedly. But you, I mean, you, you're thinking about it now, so. But is it going to make me buy Michelob Ultra? Would you have bought Michelob Ultra anyways? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I finally have a dad musing after two weeks of drawn blanks. Drawn blanks. Now I have. I am ready to go. My, my, I'm um, no, I'm not gonna. Never mind. <laughs> Yay! All right, so I, you know, I don't want you to look at it because I want you to be surprised and excited. Quit looking at it. <laughs> okay. So this is kind of like a mini baby bump, but it's also a dad music. So a lot of people, <laughs> I know you saw it. Um, a lot of people probably think that sympathy symptoms during mm-hmm. pregnancy are like not real that <laughs> like a lot of people will tell you that like when your wife starts to put on baby weight then the dad will put on baby weight too yeah. it's like sympathy weight gain yeah which i think there there have been studies in that yeah cuz it's it's well and and women do the same thing um when they get comfortable with their their partner, partner. yeah you know like yeah, oh, he, right. Like he accepts me, you know, yeah, when I fart. So therefore I can eat the way he does. And right. oh, look, four beers later, I've gained 40 pounds. Right. You know, like it, it, there are certain things that people have proven to be true. Yeah. And I think the like dad pregnancy weight is oftentimes one of those true things. Not for you. Well, you don't put on weight though. I mean, you do baby-wise, but I don't know what's wise, this basketball not. in front of me. <laughs> baby-wise, yes, but yeah, otherwise, no. That's true. That's um, true. But, like, other things also seem to crop up. Crop up, as far especially as, for you. 
for me, I get a kind of a weird one. You do. I get a weird sympathy. I'm not going to call it sympathy pain because it's not like actual physical pain. But It's a nuisance, though. It's a sympathy nuisance. nuisance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, pregnant women will tell you that the baby, as it grows, starts to get in the way of their bladder. Yes. And it makes them have to go to the bathroom all the time. It wakes them up in the middle of the night to go to the to hit the bathroom. Sometimes you pee yourself. Yeah, it's just a it's just, just a, a real little problem. bit where you're like, well now I smell like pee. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. It's a problem. <laughs> now I and this has happened what every time that you've been pregnant? I think definitely so. the last three times. Yes. Every time that you get pregnant, I also have sympathy bladder control issues. <laughs> Control. <laughs> not, not like, like I pee not myself. Not like you're wetting the bed or something. No, but, but but it's not uncommon for me to have to wake up in the middle of the night and get up and go to the bathroom. Now, this is... And not just is, like once. Right. <laughs> the problem for me is that if I was doing this all year round all the time, mm-hmm. then it would be like whatever. It's just part of who I am apparently, unfortunately. But, <laughs> apparently I have an overactive bladder just at night. Right. And that would be whatever. Right. But the fact that it only crops up when you're pregnant is really weird. I mean, it is. It is, especially since I can go, like, I'm I'm a rare pregnant woman, I guess. I can go all night yeah. and not have to pee. I think I'm taking it from I you. Think you. I think I, you, I honestly I think you do. steal my night pee thunder. I do. <laughs> because... Like I said, normally, no big deal. I go to sl- I go to the bathroom before I go to sleep. I yep. sleep all night long. I wake up. I go to the bathroom again. Yeah. That's how 90% of America is, I think. I but like, when you're, you're pregnant... You're really heavy on this 90% of America <laughs> statistic. Just, you know, 45% of statistics are made up, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter. But, um, yeah, but when you're pregnant, it's a whole other ball game. I go to the bathroom before I go to the bed. Yep. I sleep, and then at like 2.30, I wake up. And I'm like, God, I got to go to the bathroom. And sometimes I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not waking up. I'm not opening my eyes. I'm going back to sleep, and I'm going to just fight through it. And then I wake up at 4 o'clock, and I have to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, Ugh, I better just go, because I can't hold it for another two hours. Yeah. And so I get up, and I go to the bathroom. Other nights at 2.30, I go, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not waking up at 4 o'clock again. So I go at 2.30, and guess what happens? You wake up at 4 o'clock. I wake up at 4 o'clock, and I have to go to the bathroom again. What the heck? Meanwhile, Meanwhile. I'm, like, snoring on the other side of the bed. Yes. And then And then the next day, you're like, I had to get up three times in the night to go to the bathroom. And yes. I'm like, oh, I didn't even hear you get up and go to the bathroom. And it's not like I'm chugging a bunch of water before no, I go to bed. it's not. Right? not, no. And even if I was... Like it, it would be like one glass, and I don't think that's actually going to cause you to pee exactly. three times. Exactly. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous, and I don't understand. Well, I do understand. It's because God wants me to feel some of the pregnancy burden, <laughs> and so he's giving me all this pee. <laughs> <laughs> this is the funniest thing. This is, God is, God is upstairs just chortling at yes. you right now. <laughs> It's like, just, oh, you figured it yeah. out. <laughs> so, yes, I'm excited for the baby to come because then I can stop peeing in the middle of the night. I bet you don't this time. <laughs> well, you think I'm going to be incontinent for the rest of my life? <laughs> You're not incontinent. Well, I know. You're not just peeing yourself. No. But 
No, I think I think it'll. I think it's one of those things that's gonna have to taper off. Yeah. Because I'm gonna be waking up and the baby's gonna be waking and up, it's just and gonna you're just gonna. Have you're, a feeling. What's gonna? Well, what's gonna happen is you're gonna wake up and then <laughs> you're gonna wake up because the baby wakes up and then you're gonna do one of those. <sighs> I do. I get mad. <laughs> and then walk across the bathroom. I will. I, I like groan angrily. Like it's not just like a. Uh. It's like uh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> it brings the dog. It yeah. does. Oh so, dear. Yeah, that's well, that's my dad musing. I'm I'm ready to stop peeing in the middle of the night. <laughs> I'm not wetting the bed. <laughs> Just for everybody who is like a little concerned, I do make it to the you bathroom. Make it to the bathroom every, every time. time. Yes. <laughs> but it is a problem, and yes. I'm I'm ready for it to be done. <laughs> well, three weeks. Three. Oh or, my gosh. Or so. Three, three weeks. weeks or so. Yeah. So. For everybody who's got their countdown clock, it's coming. I mean, it's crazy. Yep. And it's coming. So look forward to the next few podcasts. And I don't know. We'll, maybe we'll take a break. Maybe we won't when the baby comes. We'll um, let you know. We'll let you know. Make sure to check out our Facebook. Uh, it's facebook.com slash goldenapple. Or Instagram, uh, which is at goldenapple. That's, well, that's G-U-L-D-E-N-A-P-P-L-E. And you're going to hear that again. After we close out the show. Yes. So, thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Please support the show by rating this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And by joining our Facebook page at facebook.com slash goldenapple. Be a part of the show by sending us an email at the.goldenapple at gmail.com. That's the state of our union. What's the state of yours?